This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. episode 335 of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast. I'm Sean. And I'm Ian. And this is the only podcast that says. I met him 15 years ago. I was told there was nothing left. No reason, no conscious, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with blank, pale, emotionless face and the, the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent another eight years trying to reach him, and then another seven trying to keep him locked up, because I realized what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody! <laughs> How are you, sir? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Towering week, but... Yeah. I made it through to today. Yeah. I worked today. Yeah. A little extra. Oh, well. And, uh... Yeah. So... Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was a... Like, for some reason, like, this week was, like, just a long week for me. Like, every every day at work, like... Like work, I mean, you know, you, know, you talk about work, and, you know, every, I think work, everyone will tell you, like, you know, well, work really drags. But, like, today, like, for, like, this week for something, like, every day just seemed like the longest day ever. Like, every time I would look at the clock, like, it'd be like, fuck, it's only 3.30? <laughs> fuck, it is only 3.45? Yeah. You know, and, like, I, you know, so, like, like days like that, you're, you're just like. Oh good lord! Let me just get through this. And like every every day this week, for I don't know why, for whatever reason, it just it was like one of those weeks where it was like every fucking day, like an eight hour day felt like sixteen. Right, right. You know, like oh, I can't wait for this just week to be over. Yeah, you know. I hear you. Yeah, I've had weeks like that. It's the worst. I know. Next week's gonna be really long. Wow, you got vac- vacation after that or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, there. You- yeah, that that that's the worst week ever. That's because you're right. Like that's the one where you're just like, "Fuck, it's only Wednesday." Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know? And, I, and I gotta go all the way to Wednesday. Yeah. And I work. I'm off for Halloween, and then I have to go back to work the next day. Yeah. And then I'm off. Yeah. I'm going to Colts game on Sunday. Oh, okay. So, I think. I'm pretty sure. I think it's the Colts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, so, yeah. Looking forward to that. Are you really, though? 
I like going to the games. Okay. Like, it's just it's one of those things where, like, okay, like, uh, the Steelers play the Dolphins on Monday night, and that should be a W. Yeah. Should be. I mean, the fucking team, they're, they're, they're tanking. They're trying to lose every single game. Yeah. You know, so they should come out with a W, even if they fall flat on their face. Like, it just, that's just how it should happen. And, like, and so you have hope now, because now it's like, you know, well, you're three and four, you're almost 500, and now here comes Jacoby Brissett and the, the fucking Colts. And Jacoby Brissett and the Colts look pretty fucking good. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, I don't know if that's going to be a W. Yeah, that's a good chance yeah. that could be an L. You know I mean? I, I still like going to the game. Yeah. I do. I, you know. I enjoy it. I enjoy the atmosphere. Mason Rudolph and fucking Duck Dodgers are out there playing quarterback. Yeah, it's still a stellar game, though. Yeah, it is, but it's just, it's... I don't get to go to that many, so... Yeah. It is one of those situations where it's like, it becomes frustrating because, you know, you had, I, don't, I don't want to say we had high expectations for this team, but, you know, I had, I had higher expectations than what what they are right now, where they're, where sure. they're right now. And, like, at this point, like, if they end the season at 500, I'm popping champagne corks. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm all, in all honesty. Like, I, that's my my philosophy is because, I mean, you know, when you lose your, you know, future Hall of Fame quarterback, when you let a guy go in Antonio Brown, who is big, much of a problem as he was, kind of proved that, you know, he's a straw that, straw that started to drink. Yeah. You know, I mean, Le'Veon Bell had already been gone, so that didn't bother me as much, but... So, like, I mean, you just kind of, like, you sit there and you said, wow, James Washington should have a breakout year this year. You know, that, that the guy, the other guy that we had, and, you know, Dion Johnson's going to be the next next big thing. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> nobody's doing much of nothing in that fucking passing game. Like, the, the passing game is most successful when they're throwing at the corner out of the backfield three yards down the field. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. uh, you know, so... It's just it's it's frustrating and I like it's not something we're accustomed to here in, in Pittsburgh as Steeler fans. That's reserved for the Pirates, right? Right. These types of failures are reserved for the Pirates, not yeah. not the Steelers or the Penguins. So yeah. you know, or as a Pitt fan, I've learned to live with it as I did today. Yeah, I saw that. That fucking made me sick. <laughs> I tell you what, though, Bush, man, I like Bush. Yeah, I think he has like fantastic potential. Yeah. Got a fucking tackle. Yeah, yeah. Like he, he like. I mean, he's got a fucking tackle and wrap up. Right. Like he, he, right now, he, he's still playing like he's playing against Northwestern. Yeah. You know, and those guys will go down with an easy hit. Like, yeah. You know, this is the NFL, so which stands for not for long if you ain't wrapping up like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you know. I mean, so, you got to wrap him up. Yeah. You just can't throw a shoulder into somebody. And I see another fucking up. shit tackle. Yeah. You know, I, that's gonna that's pissing me off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like. Yeah. And he has the power to hit him. Oh yeah, and that's the thing. Like I mean, you, like you said, like, if he wraps the arms, he needs to bury him. Yeah, yeah. I, I I've noticed it. Yeah, I've been watching. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like because it, it's frustrating because he leads the team in tackles, but he also leads the team in missed tackles. You know, and you're just like, you know, holy fuck. Come on, dude. Yeah, that's an easy tackle for you. Yeah, make the fucking tackle. Yeah, yeah. Wrap him up. Yeah. God, it drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah. That kind of shit always drives me crazy. Get an extra five, six yards on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. Because you're fucking up. 
Yeah, instead of holding the guy on 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 you know a third and four to a one yard gain, he's got got a first down because you didn't wrap him up. Yeah, That's fucking just, wrap him up. Yeah. Now his speed. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I think the guy's good. Yeah. He's raw, but he's good. Yeah. He just needs to fucking tackle. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I agree. I agree. <clears throat> like he needs seasoned. But like, you, you see, like it's like uh, when I talked about like the, after the draft and everything else. Like, I mean, he's the real deal. Like you know that speed that the Steelers were missing after Ryan Shazier got hurt. Oh, yeah. Like because he was a guy who could play sideline to sideline. Ryan Shazier was essentially the guy who replaced Troy Polamalu. Right. You know, and now you've got that in in Devin Bush who can play like a sideline to sideline just like Shazier did, just like Polamalu did, and. You're kind of saying to yourself, like you know, like you said, just just wrap them up. Fucking wrap them up. Yeah, you're there. You're making the play. Yeah. You know, you you've gone 15 yards to make the tackle. You're there. Make the fucking tackle. Yeah. You know, fucking tackle. Yeah. Don't just put a shoulder into him and think he's gonna go down. Yeah. You know. This ain't college. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Moving forward. Let's moving not get forward. into a sports. Yeah. Fucking craze. Yeah. So what what have you been up to? You you, you have you watched anything? Watch that new Star Wars trailer. Oh, that's we'll, we'll get into that. I, I, we'll get into Woo, that. Yeah. Mama. Yeah, let's, let's, let's hold that off for a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I do have a review of a movie I watched last night. Okay. It's uh, Dolomite Is My Name. Okay. It, which stars Eddie Murphy. Okay. Okay. And it's the story of Rudy Ray Moore. Okay. Okay. And like for those who don't know, you know Rudy Ray Moore, the Dolomite quote-unquote franchise, if you will, I mean, this was part of like the the black exploitation pictures of the seventies. The only problem was Rudy Ray Moore was making these movies on his own. Yeah. So like it's hokey as fuck, but they're classics. Yeah. Like they're absolute fucking classics, especially like. I mean, it's just it's one of those things where like like you know in the era of like when you had like Shaft and you had Richard Roundtree and you had like um you know all all these these great black actors who were. Making these action movies, you know, for the African American community. Here comes Rudy Ray Moore with something completely different. <laughs> you know, yeah. it was like Rudy Ray Moore's philosophy was: people want to laugh, people want to see kung fu, and people want to see titties. Yeah, you know, and I mean, so that's like kind of the background of this, and it was kind of like how he got there because he he started off as a comedian, you know, and you know the, that was his shtick was you know. Uh, Dolomite is my name, and fucking up motherfuckers is my game. You know, I mean, that was like his his shtick. Like, he, he took this, he, he had these these records, and you know, he went out on the road and it was just, you know, it was a hustle as a comedian. But he, but he was like a dirty comedian. You yeah, know? yeah. I mean, he was like he he'd make Red Fox blush. Yeah. So it, it's like, and he decided like, you know, I'm out there, I'm grinding, I'm putting in all these mule miles, you know, trying to get my name out there and sell my records. Fuck if I could make a movie and get that in every you know every theater in America, everybody could know who I am. Yeah, you know it's a great it's, it's really like I don't know how much of it's true. I'm sure a great bit of it is, but it was a fun movie to watch. Yeah, either way, like Eddie Murphy was really fucking good in this. Really, yeah, Wesley Snipes really fucking good in this. And like the greatest thing in the world is like the character he's playing. He's got a coke now, you know. <laughs> You know, like, it's like this little thing. You just got this one pinky nail that comes to a point. And it's like, fuck, motherfucker's got a Coke nail. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's like little shit like that. 
And I mean, it's just, it's really well done. The cast is really good. Um, Eddie Murphy was fantastic, um, you know, playing this role, and he did a fantastic job with it. And, uh, I, like, if, if the subject matter interests you in any way, sure, I would highly recommend this movie. Like, yeah, if, yeah. If, it, like if you're like, you know, I, why would I want to watch something like this? And then don't watch it. But if, if you're on the fence on it, like, you're like, it's an Eddie Murphy movie. I mean, it's funny, but it's serious. I mean, it's, it's, it's very, very well done. Yeah. You know, I would highly recommend it. Um, That's cool. Yeah. It was just a fun movie. I, I'm glad I watched it. I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Netflix original. So if you're looking for it, you're only going to find it on Netflix. Um, but it was, it was really well done. I watched a series on netflix as well oh okay come to think about it, i've been watching it for a while well a little bit now yeah you turn the volume down <laughs> um looking for alaska okay Yes, and it is really, it's really good. Yeah. Um, it really is. Okay. <clears throat> Great soundtrack. Um, and it's just about, you know, these kids that are um, in this, like, private high school that it almost looks like a camp right like it's in the middle of the woods yeah. they have their own like apartments bunking yeah you know what i mean and it's about their interactions and you know some kids are very rich right you know yeah and they got into this school by legacy i mean mm-hmm. they're yeah. you know some kids are very poor and they got in there by scholarship you know right. what i mean um but it's actually it's actually a really good show okay um i was pretty impressed with it yeah like i was like oh it's another you know teen drama teen drama you know all this kind of crap but Mm -hmm. it's it's more on the indie level right you know what i mean like it's more of the yeah it's i mean one of the kids is reading kerouac you know what i mean like it's it's really good yeah and um you really get into the characters surprisingly yeah. I mean, it's, you really get into these characters. Right. Um, so the character development was actually superb. Right. Um, well, around, there's four main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was, it, it's really good. Yeah. Um, it's set in the 90s. Yeah. Um, so I r- truly enjoyed it. Yeah. Like, it was, Yeah. Okay. It's really good. It has a really indie feel to it. Right, yeah. Um, but um, the story's real good. Yeah. You know, it, it's just, it's surprising. It's, you know, it's not like, you know, Riverdale or right. all these other shows, the OC. You know, like all these, right. all this stuff that's been out, even 90210 going right. way back. But, I mean, it's completely opposite of that. Right. You know? Yeah. So. I highly suggest it. Okay. It's it's a good series. It's yeah. it's a one shot series. Mm-hmm. I think there's eight episodes. Right. Uh, and that's it. There's nothing else. Yeah. You know. And it was a book. Um, but yeah, it's 
It was an excellent. It was an excellent show. Started well, ended well. Okay. Yeah, it was quite impressive. Yeah, I have to say that. Yeah, I didn't think I. Was, I mean, they turned it on. I was like, eh. Yeah. But the more I started watching it, the more I started getting into it. Right. So yeah, it it was a good show. That's really what. That's all I got. Okay. I haven't watched anything else really. Too busy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's jump into it then. I mean, you know, the elephant in the room. I mean, you know, the, the Star Wars trailer dropped on Monday. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, I was just like, what the fuck? You know, well, this is amazing. Like, what yeah. is going on? It this still is- tells you not much. No. No. There, there's a lot of shit going on in that trailer, though, that I'm just like, are they on horseback? Yeah, on the hull of a, of a star destroyer. Yes, you know, you know what the hell? Yes, they are. Yeah, yeah. What is going on here? The images were incredible. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, like just the star destroyer images. Period were incredible. Yeah. I mean, it was like wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really good trailer. Yeah, I mean, and then I mean. Fucking three PO. Oh, oh! I was done. Yeah. Uh, at that point, I was like, the, the waterworks were just opening up. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like he's like that line of you know, just want to look one more time at my friends. I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Come on, Abrams. Yeah. Fuck. So, but yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's it looks so good. Like, I don't want to say it looks so good because I mean, you know, it's Star Wars. You've got my money anyway. But um. Again, like, but you're right. Like, it told told you nothing about what the story is, what what's pushing the everything together. Like, you know, like, there's no indication of any of this. And like, like all I know is there's an entire fleet of star destroyers, and there's an entire fleet of rebel ships, and they are coming to a head. And I can't fucking wait to see that. I hope it's good. That's going to rival a fucking Return of the Jedi. That's going to rival fucking the beginning of uh, uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. You know, like with like yeah, the, yeah. those those space battles. Like, I mean, you know, for years it was like, you know, that space battle with Return of the Jedi, at the, you know, with the second Death Star and all the Star Destroyers and all the fucking, the, the ties and everything that was involved with that. It was like, you know, I, you know <laughs> overload. You know, and that was all done with models. Yeah. That's the most amazing part. You get to Revenge of the Sith, that, that opening scene, like, that's one of the best space battles ever. Say what you will about that movie. That space battle is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, again, that's, that's computers, but, you know, it took, like, that, that feel from Return of the Jedi and just flipped it on its head and made it even bigger. Yeah, yeah. Which is, you know, what it deserved. But now this, this is just like, holy shit. It just felt mammoth. Yeah. Like, so much is at stake. I mean, you felt it in the trailer, but you just yeah. still don't know what's fuck's going on. Yeah. All being narrated by Luke. And then Leia at the end. Which I was like, damn, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, it wasn't all narrated by Luke. No? No. Because at the very beginning of it, it's Finn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's Poe. Yeah. And then it's Ray with a little add-on from Kylo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, and then the Emperor. Yeah. 
and then at the end, it's. I thought it was. No, at the end. Of no, it, you're right. You're at right. the end of it, you get on. that's where you get Luke and Leia, the Force to be with you, and then Leia saying always. Yeah, that's pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah, my I camera can't. should be narrating everything. My <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> camera should be narrating SpongeBob for Christ's sake. <laughs> he, he has such a good voice. He does. But I mean, he's a voice actor, so he knows how to. Sure. You know. Well, I don't care if he knows how to do it or not. I mean, like, just I want to hear him. Right. You know. But I mean, like he. Not, but like, I mean, he clearly he's learned over these many years that you know how to use that voice oh sure you know i mean there probably wasn't much direction at that point no no i'm sure he was in a booth and he was just like you want me to say this okay yeah sure as <laughs> skywalker or joker yeah <laughs> yeah me the force be with you <laughs> you know that sounded like bill cosby holy fuck he did <laughs> here have a drink <laughs> yeah <laughs> I got the boot mop. Yeah. Laced. <laughs> yeah. Yuck. <laughs> but, um... But, yeah, so, I mean, I, I, I can just imagine... Like, I can just imagine what this is going to be like. Because, I mean, it, you know... It, the thing that they're pushing and you know, the thing that, you know, we kind of know is this is the end of the saga. Right. The, you know, and... That is I, that means something to me. I, I mean, something I think to all Star Wars fans, and I, I, you know, it's like, you know, this is how it ends. Yeah, and this—that's the thing—is like, I'm sitting there watching the thing, and I'm like, tearing. Yeah, almost to the point, not sobbing, but I was yeah. like, I couldn't talk. But <laughs> that way, you know what I mean. And everyone's looking at me like I'm half crazy. Yeah. But I mean, like, this is the end. Yeah. This is our whole lives. I mean, we're, what? I mean, this is 42 years. Yeah. Of of storytelling. Yeah. You know? And it all comes to a head in this in this movie. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It's like this saga that began 42 years ago for us. Yeah. You know? Uh, it's like wow, man. I, you know, that's the majority of my life. You know. But it's such a huge deal. Yeah, I mean, for us or people of our age or people that are into Star Wars, right? You know, I mean, we began this journey as tykes. Yeah, four and five year olds. Yeah, you and know. Now we're seeing a conclusion to it. Yeah, that's amazing. It is, and I mean, it's it's one of those things where like. I mean, especially as somebody who's been there, you know, from the, the quote-unquote beginning. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, you know, you hearken back to the, the dark days. Like, from 1984 <laughs> until, like, 1999. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, even though, like, you know, you know, great, there were books that were put out and, you know, there was some, you know, miscellaneous stuff here and there. Like, those were the dark days. Like, you know, Star Wars was not on the forefront of people's minds. Like, people thought George Lucas was taking a risk doing the prequels. Like, not from the fact that, you know, well, they may suck. From the fact of, like, do people even care about Star Wars anymore? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that was the real <clears throat> concern. Yeah. 
that people had. And, I mean, you know, clearly we did. But it was just, it was like one of those things where, like, that period was just, like, empty. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, I read the, the, the you know, what are now the the legacy books. Yeah. You know? But it was still a very empty period. Like, you you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, it's, it was like, oh, man, I wish I'd make another Star Wars. Like, that was like the conversation you had. Like, you'd be sitting there having a beer with some buddies. Like, man, I wish I'd make another Star Wars movie. Yeah. You know? And you're like yelling, don't redo the videotapes or don't. Yeah. Don't add any more special effects. Just yeah. fucking redo the fucking series. Yeah. Not redo, but. Right. Tell me more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like the thing was always like you always heard like, well, Lucas had it planned to be a nine, a nine movie saga. Where's the other six movies, motherfucker? Yeah. It's been <laughs> fucking years. Yeah. Yeah. You know. It's been t- it's 1993. I still ain't got another fucking movie. Right. Oh, no. Yes. No, I agree. Yeah. You didn't get shit. No. Nothing. And that and that was frustrating. And then you get you know he pulled an R. R. Martin for years. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I mean like, it, it, but that that's the other thing is like you you think back too and like, so when they re released them as the special editions, people flocked to that shit. Oh yeah. Like, it was like, finally, we got some Star Wars, even if it is what we've already seen. Right. You know, you want... I, I, it was two things. It was, it was like, like, people wanted to experience that with their children. Yeah. You know, and the other side of it was, it was like, it was just, it was like, anything. Just give me something. Yeah. You know, I'm like a junkie needing the fix. <laughs> I know. You know. So, like, to reach the end of that, like and st- they're going to continue making Star Wars movies. Like you know, it's not like we're going to go back into a dark period. Like you know, D- Disney's not closing the book on this in any way, shape, or form. Right. But it it, it still is like one of those situations where like for for me as a as a fan, like this, you can give me the Rogue Ones, you can give me the Solo movie, you know, you can give me all all the other peripheral stuff like Clone Wars and Rebels and all the other stuff that you've done. The saga is the most important thing. Right. It's the centerpiece. And it's what is, you know, it's part of the reason I am the way that I am today. Like, this is how engrossed Star Wars is in my DNA. Yeah. Like, I'm a nerd. I'm a geek because of Star Wars. I'm a jaded, pessimistic person because of Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. like, like, you know, and I hate teddy bears because of Return of the Jedi. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, so like, you know, th- this is what Star Wars is meant to be. It's it's a part of who I am more than anything else that that's out there. Like, you know, the Marvel movies, DC movies, comic books, TV shows, all the other stuff that it's all at the center of it all is always going to be Star Wars for me. Sure. You know, that that's the most important thing. And that's like, you know, if you were to break down my DNA, it's it's right in there. Mm. You know, and so it's like to reach the end and to know, like, in a couple of months, I'm going to see the end. And how does it end? You know, is a fascinating thought to me that, you know, if you would have asked 
1991, you know, the year I graduated high school, like, do you, you know, do you think you ever see this? I would be like, fuck no. Yeah. You know, Lucas has no interest in this. Right. So. I can't wait. No, I, I get it. Yeah. I, and this trailer, I mean, all the trailer does is just stoke the fire. Like, like you said, I mean, for someone like me and you, like, they've already got our money. Yeah, the money's there. It's yeah. not like we're not going to go see it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they've only released like two and a half trailers. Right. You know, like I said, the final trailer, like the other trailer they released really wasn't really a trailer. Right, right. right. You know, and so like, thank you. <laughs> you know, yeah. thank you for not overdoing it. Thank you for not oversaturating me with like all this stuff. And I don't want to see any more. I'm done. Yeah, I'm completely done. Yeah. I don't want to see anything. Else. I'm in a complete blackout now. Yeah. I, I don't want to see. I, I don't want to see like if you release like snippets online. I ain't watching. If you release fucking, you know, like if I see a commercial on TV, I'm fast forwarding through it. I don't want to see nothing else. I right. don't want to see any new footage. I don't want to have nothing. You know. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. At this point, we're like we're like locked in. I'm locked in. I'm ready to go. I am not want a, a full blackout. Don't want to see anything else. Yeah, I've seen all I need to see. I know. Yeah. Man, it looks good. It does. Just visually, it looks fantastic. Yeah. It does. Yeah. I mean, this new stuff that I saw in this last trailer was just like kind of mind-blowing. In a sense. And really dark. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like epic dark. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Well like even like that shot of like the 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 hammerhead cruiser kind of going overhead is it you know it taking off or landing, whatever the fuck that thing was doing. I'm like, man, that looked good. Yeah. You know. It uh, the ocean scenes looked incredible. Yeah. And then there's that like I guess ice planet. Yeah. Or something. Something, yeah. And then I mean I want you you have that that moment, like, it is a great moment. Like, if you see all the rebel ships, and then the Falcon kind of comes in the frame and kind of dips in and comes up, and you're just like, oh, shit. Yeah, he's getting it right, dude. Yeah. He is. Oh, yeah. JJ knows. I mean, he knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. You know. Mm. It's just, it's funny because it's like, I, I feel like it, as much as I love The Last Jedi... And I, lo- I really do love that movie. Like, this is the kind of stuff that it was missing. Mm. Like, you know, it had a space battle at the beginning, but it wasn't that good of a space battle. Yeah, it wasn't. You know? And, like, this is going to be, like, that epic space battle that you want. Like, I'm hoping. Yeah, I, th- I think it is. I, I, think, I think, I mean, when you have that many Star Destroyers and you have that many fucking, sh- you know, Rebel Capital ships all coming together... I think we're going to get the epic battle that we're thinking we're going to get. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I honestly do. Like, I just don't see how you don't. Okay. You know? Um, and I, I just, it's like one of those things where it's like, if there's any gripe at all of the, the, the sequel trilogy, it's you've never given me that, that fight. Yeah. You know, even going back to the, the, the force awakens, like <laughs> that wasn't a space. Like, I mean, you know, when they attacked the 
the Starkiller base, I mean, it, you know, it's a good fight, but not a great one. Yeah. You know. Well, they kind of took you away from it a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it kind of focused on Chewbacca and Han's death. And, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it... I don't know. Yeah, there was a lot going on in that moment, because then you have Kylo and Rey fighting. Yeah. You know, like, which is, like, that, that's an epic, that whole thing, even with Finn at the beginning of it, it's just, it's fucking epic. That's great stuff. Uh-huh. But I, 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 you know, there's something about, like, a, a good Star Wars star fight. Sure. You know. No, I'm sure we'll get And I'm, I'm, I'm sure, like, you gotta deliver that, you know, <laughs> at least once. Oh, I... And I, I'm just hoping it's completely fucking mind-blowing. Like, I hope Abrams went into this saying, I'm going to create the most epic fucking star battle anybody's yeah. ever seen. I'm yeah. hoping, I'm praying that yeah. he does it. I'm praying. Yeah. Not we're going to run out till we're out of gas. <laughs> yeah. Epic. Epic, yeah. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. Like this, this deserve. I mean, it's, that's what the send off deserves. Is this? It has to be epic. It it, it has to be monumental. And lives are going to be lost. Yeah, Lando's going to die. Yeah, you know he is. Maybe the Falcon goes out. Maybe. Oh, I'll roll a tear. Maybe R two will be done forever. I I will fucking roll a tear. They take out the Falcon. <laughs> like. <laughs> That'll, that'll crush you. Cause I mean, like, it's one of those things where, like, again, it was one of those things where what was missing from the prequels was, like, a Millennium Falcon. Yeah, it was not there. Yeah, like, they, they, you had, like, the, the, the Queen's ships or, nah. you know, or the Senator's ships, but, like, they had no personality whatsoever. They were fucking chromed out. Like, they're like a fucking organ helmet. They're all chromed out. And, I agree. You know, like, it, the, 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 that's the thing. The, the Falcon has personality. Like, as I love about great ships, like, the Enterprise mm. has a great personality to it. Like, you know, it's got a good look, but a great personality to Serenity. it. Serenity. Yeah, Serenity. Yeah, love that ship. You know, she's got a one, you know, got a great person. The ship itself is a personality. Yeah. Like, you know, it's stuff like that. And the Falcon's the same thing. The Falcon's a, you know, she's always been like. It's it's almost a character. In the yeah, film. yeah. It is. Yeah. I mean that great moment between Han and Lando in, in the uh, before the big fight, and you know Han's like, you know, not a scratch. Yeah. You know, Lando takes off the dish. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, stuff like that. It's like just one, right? I just the unveiling in the in the most oh recent. oh yeah, that one's that one's junk. <laughs> we'll take the junk, and it's the fucking million Falcon. It's the fucking Falcon. Oh. Like, that that was, was a good moment. Yeah, that was. That was a great moment. I was just like, oh. Here she is. The fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy. Yeah. You know. But, I mean, that's. Uh, need them better be in that cockpit, too. Just kidding. Yeah. He looked good, too, man. Who, Lando? He did. I mean, I know he's bigger. Yeah, and I and I know he's like, but this is like, I don't know how to describe it. It's almost senile. 
But I mean, in a way, it's like, God, he's home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, again, it was just one of those pieces that just been missing. Correct. You know, my, my in my opinion, like he should have been there from the jump. I think so too. You know, but he's not. But we no. got Solo, which yeah. was cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, like I mean, foreshadowing. I, right. But I would, I, I would love to see a Donald Glover Lando movie. Yeah, yeah. Like I would pay good money to see that. Yeah. You know. But yeah, I, I get, I get your point. It just felt right. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Just hearing the laugh. Yeah. It's almost like makes you want to roll a tear because you know. Yeah. You know that's badass. Yeah. The, I think he had a blue cape on. It, he did. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he's wearing a yellow shirt and a blue cape. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Still dressed to the T. Oh. Always. Man. That's good. Yeah. And you know he's going out strong. Yeah. He's going to die in this film. I know he is. Yeah. Which is okay with me. Yeah. I mean, it is. Yeah. But I mean, he's fucking general. Yeah. Or was. Still is. Yeah. It's badass, dude. I'm telling you. Something epic is going to happen with him. Yeah. And it's going to be with the Falcon, unfortunately, I think. Yeah. But we'll see. That means Chewie goes, too. Dude. If Chewie goes, I don't know how I can deal with that. Yeah. I mean, if, if, the, if the Falcon goes, and it's, you know, it, you know it's going to be. It's got to be needing them. No. Chewie's on a separate mission. No. Chew, Chew, it's going to be. Chew, Chewie isn't <laughs> going to be. Chewie's in the cockpit with Lando. I'm telling you. We all go down and. Blaze of glory. I can't. I can't handle Chewie's death now. I told you that from. from I, it's on this podcast. It's yeah. recorded this day one. I cannot handle Chewie dying. Well, because we thought he wasn't the way they were playing out in Force Awake. As he thought he was. I know. I thought he was done. Yeah, like we thought for sure, like he was going to blow himself up. Yeah. He's he's just one of my favorite characters. Fire up the Jovi right now, man. Going down <laughs> in a blaze of glory. I don't know if I can handle Chewie dying, dude. It was tough when. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was tough when. When Han died. I mean, yeah. that was fucking brutal. Oh, yeah. It was. I concur. How do you think they're going to do Leia's death? And Luke's death was actually pretty cool how they did it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I, the setting suns. I mean, I get the yeah. whole thing. Did I want him to die? Nah. But it went out good. I, I just don't think Luke Skywalker himself would have went out like that yeah but that's just my opinion right i i, I think I, I don't know how they, they they're gonna handle leia so you can't have that much footage like you can't there can't be that much there Mm-mm. to put her in for the whole movie like she's got to go out in the first act somehow yeah you know yeah and all honest i mean that's just how it has to be I love how Luke went up to her and he's like, oh, you changed your hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's badass. It is. But I wanted to see. 
I think that's what the second movie was missing as well was the Skywalker fight. And I think that needed to happen. I get the whole Force Ghost thing. Right. I mean, I understand it. I mean, right. I, I get the mythology. I get why he did it. I get the reasoning behind he did it. I mean, like, I can go down the stairwell 150 times on right. why I understood it. Right. But, man, I still wanted to see a saber fight between Luke and fucking Kylo. Yeah. And I wanted to see him take him out like Kenobi. Yeah. I, I did, and, and yeah. that would be very familiar, and that would make sense right. how they're doing these movies. Right. Um, but, man, did I want to see it. I think I think Mark Hamill did, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mark Hamill, and, and that's part of the problem. Like, the people who rebel against The Last Jedi. Yeah. The, the haters of that movie. Like, it's like, well, even Mark Hamill didn't like what, what Ryan Johnson did with the character. Well... No, he didn't, but he, he he acted. And he's still on the next one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. I mean, I understand. I mean, you're allowed to voice your opinion on it, whether you like it or not. Yeah. But. But I kind of wish Hamill would just kept his mouth shut. Yeah, I get that too, but. Because, I mean, that, that fed the fire of the people who don't like The Last Jedi. Like it gave them like a, a a real soapbox to stand on because Mark Hamill didn't like how the character was portrayed. There's a lot of people that don't like the the Last Jedi. I mean, I had a the, the only really problems to be honest with you. I mean, the only really problems I had with the Last Jedi really was the um, gambling thing. Yeah, the Finn and Rose, the whole Finn and Rose yeah, story. Yeah, that's a given. I mean, yeah. that just didn't make any sense. Um. Posed defiance. I felt... I, I get where they were going with the storyline of where he turns and be like, no, we need to yeah, save people, not kill people. Right. I get that, but I think you could have done that in another way. Because I think in any other kind of rebel-type hierarchy scenario, he probably would have been shot on sight. Or fucking yeah. put it in a brig. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um... I didn't. I didn't go along with that. Like his insolence should have been handled differently. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Unless Leia saw something in him, which apparently she did. Yeah. Her, yeah. I mean, her I Jedi mean, intuition. Like, the, I and mean, the problem is, like, you know, it's one of those situations where, like, you know, he thinks he can solve, like, there the sacrifice of the bombers was worth to take out the. The dreadnought to him. But to Leia, it wasn't. And she's trying to show him why it wasn't. You know, and it's because not only did you lose these resources, we don't have any more bombers, but you also lost all these lives. Right. You know, and, you know, while, yeah, it's right, we took out this dreadnought, what was the cost? Right. You know, but the real sacrifice comes later. Right. With Admiral Hoda. Yeah, like when he just goes full mutiny. No, no. With what's her name at the helm, going light speed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When she does that, I mean that's what true sacrifice is, and I think right. that's what what's missed in that movie is like 
That's true sacrifice. I don't think it's missed. I think I think because I think it, it's not lost on Poe. And that's the key. Like the key is no, he didn't know what her plan was. More she, missed by fans. But yeah, but you know she she had a plan. She wasn't telling Poe. She because she didn't know who she could trust. Right, right. You know, and you know when, when you're in that desperate situation, you're going to keep your cards as close to your vest as you can. You know, but she had a plan. She knew where she was. She knew where she was going. She had, you know, she had an out, so to speak. Right. And, but because Poe didn't know, and Poe feels he should know, he created his own plan. Right. You know, but at the end, at the end of that, he understood like, okay, oh, wow, she had a plan. She knew what she was doing. Maybe I should trust people who aren't telling me everything. Right. You know, but also then he sees the sacrifice that she makes. First off, by staying behind, and then how lucky are you to be in a scene of one of the most epic proportions of entire history of, of star battle? Yeah. <coughs> oh yeah, I mean it's one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, I, I mean, and the, the silence is brilliant. Brilliant. Absolutely. And the reactions were like, "No, she is." You know what I mean? Like, Fire! you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was like. Oh, I got chills right now from that scene. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a ridiculously good scene. You ain't kidding, brother. Yeah, epic. Yeah, it's one of those moments where you're just like, holy shit! Yeah. I, that was one of those moments. You're like, I, I damn near stood up in the theater like I was a fucking. No, I did. Like I was just. My hand was up though. Yeah, I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't. I just couldn't believe the witnessing that just took yeah. place here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this will go down in the log books as, like, yeah. one of the best things I've ever seen on film. Yeah. Other than Indy shooting the guy. Oh, yeah. And Raiders. But, I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Raiders is on my mind because I've just watched them all, so. The only thing better than that is when he tried in the second one, when he goes to shoot the guy and... Yeah. There's a gun. Perfect directing. <laughs> yeah. Perfect comedic really. Oh yeah. Perfect. Yeah, the guy you had the two guys with the sword, he reaches for his gun, there's no gun there. He's like, fuck. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's why people love Indiana Jones. Yeah. Alright, so why why don't we move on to the other trailer that dropped on Monday? Okay. Based upon that. Quizzical look. You didn't know there was another trailer dropped on Monday. Hmm. All right. This is a movie uh, called Bloodshot. Okay. All right. Let me pause this and I'll, I'll show you the, the trailer. All right. So you, you just watched the trailer for Bloodshot. You, you, you seem impressed. Yeah, it looks really good. Now, I, I know this, this is based off of a comic book from, I think, Valiant Comics. Uh-huh. I will confess, I don't know anything about the character. Neither do I. Um, I know our good friend Stork. I, I believe he's a big mm-hmm. fan of, of Bloodshot. Uh, I know he, I'm pretty sure he's, he's read a number, uh, most of the comics. Right. So, um, <clears throat> I, I know he gets a high, high, high remarks. But uh, otherwise, like I, you know, other than what I've heard him talk about, I don't know anything about this book at all. Right, right. Um, I do feel like I, I mean the trailer is impressive, right? And it look, you're right, the movie looks really interesting. Yeah, I feel like it gave away too much. Yeah, you know, 
in a sense. I mean, I guess it did, but yeah. I, I think that <clears throat> just from the trailer that I just watched, I feel like I like the science behind it. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, and it looks like a really good storyline. Yeah. So I'll definitely watch it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very intrigued by it. I do want to see it. I mean, the trailer. I mean, I'm not the biggest Diesel fan. Yeah. But from what I've seen from this, I, I like what he's doing with this character. Right. You know? Yeah. Seems like he's acting it pretty well. Yeah. So, yeah, that excites me. Yeah. yeah. I do like the science behind it. I, I think it's neat. Yeah. Like, I agree. Like, I mean, the, 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 the trailer definitely, like, after watching it, I was like, okay, this, this looks interesting. Yeah. You know? And, you know, Vin Diesel doesn't have much range at all, but, you know, the range he does have seems to fit. Sure. You know? Um, so, I'm, but it, 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 like, you know, after watching it, I was definitely, okay, this is on my radar now. Right. You know, this is definitely something I'd, I'd like to see at some point. You know, it that what it did its job. It, it it at least got caught my interest. Right. You know, whereas like you know, so often you watch a trailer, and you're just like, nah, okay, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Like this didn't. Like this, I was like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh shit, did that just happen? Oh, his face is coming back together. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like Nanobite technology, and yeah. I like this. Yeah. Yeah. So like, it was very interesting. That caught my interest, and even though I know nothing about the character. Or, or the books or the storylines or anything like that, it's still very interesting to me. And I I, I don't know if it's enough to get me to get, go and search out the books. Maybe after I see the movie, I'll be like, okay, I want to know more about this. Right. But like right now, at least, it's from a movie standpoint, yeah, it has my interest. Yeah, I find it interesting that like it's kind of teasing you to the point where he becomes like self-aware. Yeah. Where his body becomes self-aware. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like you can only reset him so many times. Yeah, like, before, before he becomes like deja vu, the like glitch in the matrix. Correct. You know, yeah. And the technology that he has in him is becoming like, eh, yeah. Think about this. You know what I mean? Like, right. So I like that. Yeah. So maybe that technology is, starts to preserve his mind. Right. Or I mean, it's just maybe it's, it's the other way around. Of you know, like. The, the the brain is is more powerful than even the the nanotechnology and it begins to realize it's being fucked with yeah right and maybe he learns to control it right interesting yeah yeah definitely a good trailer yeah no, it, the, the, the trailer did its job caught my interest it got me sucked in I'm intrigued to see your movie now yeah, yeah you know I'm there yeah. yeah a movie that I ha- I knew I know nothing about a book that I know nothing about I, you've caught my interest now good job yeah you know so you know one thing today and well go ahead no go ahead uh, something I did do this week okay <laughs> well today at work actually okay so all these years I've never been a huge fan of 80s music right I complete change of direction <laughs> but um, I haven't I've never been a fan of Flock of Seagulls and all that bullshit. And yeah. I've always been on the heavier side of life. And right. With few exceptions. Like Duran Duran, you make the exception. Okay, I do. I, but like a, lo- a lot of like that 80s like synth pop, you were not into. No. Nah, at all. At all. Right. Well, Depeche Mode, that's the other exception. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, 
So I was sitting at work today, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to put on uh, some 80s music. For all these years, you know, you and Lisa have been listening to 80s music. I was like, I'm just going to fucking get a playlist on YouTube and just let it play. Right. Right? I'm going to divulge myself into three hours of just pure 80s. Okay. And I have come to the conclusion, it's all shit. No, I'm just kidding. No, I have come, come to the conclusion that, man, Howard Jones was a genius. He was. I, I mean, I have to say that, I mean, that guy. And I texted Lisa earlier, and I was like, man, Howard Jones is really good. You know what I mean? And she was like, I've been telling you. I mean, yeah. she's known it all. I mean, she's seen him live just on yeah. piano. Yeah. Just him. Yeah, that'd be a great show to have seen. Yeah, she's seen it. Yeah. And, uh. I, out of all the shit that I listened to, besides Duran Duran, because right. I, I just, I fucking love Duran Duran. Um, and, well, there's two. There's Duran Duran and Tears for Fears. Yeah. Um, those are the two bands that I take away from the 80s um, that were just remarkable to me. Right. Um, but, man, Howard Jones is really good. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, Yo, really I, good. I, I agree. Like, I mean, you know, you're preaching to the choir at this point. No, I know. I, I was just, it was just weird, you know. Yeah. It was like, I was like an epiphany. I was like, holy shit, man, this is good. Yeah. You know? Like, talk about talent. Yeah. You know? So, anyway. I think, no, it wasn't Howard Jones. No, it wasn't Howard Jones. I, was, I thought he had one of the two songs on the uh, Labyrinth soundtrack, but it wasn't Howard Jones. I can't remember who that was. I like the church, too, but I've always liked the church. Yeah. But there was a lot of bands that kind of sounded alike. And, you know what I mean? Like yeah. all this kind of crap. And... But what I really took away from it was like, man, Howard Jones is like really good. Like meaningful music, yeah, in a sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I agree. Like, I, I absolutely agree. Like, I mean, he, he made great music back in the day. Yeah. Um. And he's British, right? Yeah. Well, I don't know much about this stuff, so I don't know how I missed that time period. I think I heard World Party and I was done. <laughs> Well, it's it's one of those weird things. Like, like I I'm never gonna hold it against somebody who like who doesn't dig that style of music. Like, I get it, like a lot a lot of it's goofy and it probably doesn't hold up like like it should. Like you know other styles of music do. Like, and I get that. Um, So I'm Brian, sitting there. Brian Ferry was the other one. That's right. Okay. So I'm sitting there, like you know, yeah. And I don't have it on. It's not on like video mode. I mean, like I'm yeah. doing my work. So I mean, I have my computer yeah, in front of music, me. Yeah. I'm like, wow, I really like that song. And every time I kept flipping, every kind, every time I was like, I was kind of taking note on what I liked and what I didn't like. Yeah. And every time I kept on going to the internet and going back to YouTube, it was Howard Jones. Yeah. I mean, like, almost every fucking time. Yeah. I mean, some songs I knew. Yeah. Um, 
Like I knew when the church was playing and yeah. you know, stuff like that. But um, but I flipped back to, and every time I flipped, it was Howard Jones. Yeah. I was like, yeah. wow. I mean, yeah, Howard Jones. Like, who's singing this? I was like, wow, this is really good, man. Tower Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he fits into that mold of like especially like since you said like like Tears for Fears. Yeah. Like, you know, he, he, he kinda can slip into that same kind of genre that they were kinda in. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, in a way. Yeah. Tears for Fears was good, man. Oh yeah. But like you know, when I <clears throat> I said there were some exceptions like Tears Tears for Fears, the Pesh Mode. The Pesh Mode was our like their own thing, like. Well, it de- I'll, I'll say this: it depends on what Depeche Mode you're talking about. Yeah, because Depeche Mode are two different bands. I mean, it's the same people, but it's like they're two different bands. Because the early stuff is very synth poppy, you know, and then like all of a sudden, like you get to music for the masses and stuff like that, and they change because yeah, you know. It, it, it becomes darker and, you know, more interesting music. It's, yeah. it's not, so, you know, but you know, there's also a lot of heroin involved <laughs> at this point. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of bad drugs taking place at this point. But it, it, the Pet Show is like one of those bands where like, you listen to their early stuff and you listen to their later stuff. You're like, who the? It's kind of like the Beatles. Like, how the fuck is this the same band? How do you go from I want to hold your hand to I am the Warris? Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's like two completely different bands, mm. but it's the same band. They just completely changed direction, and like you, you, you listen to some of their stuff. I mean, especially their older, their later stuff, like I said, like music for the masses and you know stuff like that. And you're just like, fuck, that's good music. Yeah. You know, the other stuff is like it's nice, it's cool, it's fun, but but even even like I mean, you know, flies in the windscreen is kind of like a fucked up song. <laughs> Yeah. Even like back then, they were kind of doing a little bit, but there was more like, you know, it was very synth poppy. Where like later on, it became like dark, yeah, like like cure like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's another band that's kind of out of that realm. Yeah, I love the Cure. Yeah, too. I mean, I I don't love them. I mean, as much as my family does, but. I do like the care. Yeah. I just felt like Robert Smith had a lot more guitar in his stuff, which I appreciated yeah. more than the synth that yeah. was out at the time. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Because he's a guitarist. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I appreciate that more. But like The flip side of that is, though, like I was listening to some Loverboy this week. Nice. You know? And I'm just picturing, because there's a lot of, I mean, it's it's rock and roll. Right. But there's a lot of synthesizer in their music. Right. And I'm just, like, listening to it, and in my head, I'm just picturing the keyboardist with, with, with his keytar, like, up on stage, like, dancing around and looking cool. Like, <laughs> like the, <laughs> the goofiest fucking instrument in the world, like, like. The, like the keyboardist had, he wanted to be more a part of the show, so you had to have the keytar. Right, right. You know, because he had to be out there. And I was just like, just picturing out in my head. Like, I can picture it in the videos, even, like from like some of those songs. And like, you know, he's out there and he's like swaying back and forth with the guitarist and the lead singer trying to be a part of everything. And it's like, dude, you have your place. Get back here. Right. <laughs> you know, 
You know what else I put on at work, too? Like, after the whole 80s thing, because I was there for, like, nine hours today. Yeah. <clears throat> so it wasn't 80s all day. But I, I put on Cars Greatest Hits, and I was just like... Oh, there you go. And that was good. Yeah. And all was well with the world. Yeah. All was well. Yeah. They were so ahead of their time, dude. Oh, yeah. Way oh. ahead. Like, cause it's, I mean, we discussed it a couple weeks ago, but it's like it's one of the things where like people listen to it now, and it's like it sounds mainstream, but back then it was revolutionary. Correct. But it still holds. Yeah, but it, it but it holds because it's like everybody caught up to them. Yeah. Forty years later, we caught up to them. Right. You know that's crazy, right? It is. Yeah. I mean, you talk about a band that's like. Name a band that was that far ahead of their time. I mean, really. I mean, like. Diva. <laughs> Diva. <laughs> a little squeaker there. <laughs> you got a squeaker. Diva. Yeah, a little Diva. But very ahead. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. So, it's Halloween. Two two things like it, it's it's kind of funny like a lot of people like to talk about you know the um, the war on on Christmas, but um yeah I, I've noticed there's a war on Halloween. Okay. First off, there are a number of schools now that are not even doing Halloween like stuff. Like in the schools, it used to be like when you were a kid, man. On Halloween, you got to go to school dressed up in your co- in your costume. You got the, you know, you had the parade around the school. You got some candy. Like it was a good day. Like Halloween was a good day when you were in yeah. school. Like especially in like like you know grade school. Right. Like that was a good day. Like Halloween was a day you looked forward to. It was fun. You know. It, you know. But a lot of schools are kind of backing down from that now and saying like, no, we don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Don't don't send your child to in costume. It's a fall festival. Yeah, or not even that. I mean, it's just like you know, we just no, nothing Halloween, you know. <laughs> but also, like the other thing that I, is, for lack of a better term, troubling. Um, there's a Virginia town. Okay. And they will fine you two hundred and fifty dollars if you are over the age of fourteen and you're out trick or treating. Wow. Yeah. They don't like it, huh? No. Well, it's one of those weird things, like, I get it and I don't get it. Like, you, you say, like, what, what's the cutoff? When when should you stop trick-or-treating? Like, my last year trick-or-treating was when I was 16. Okay. Like, that was the last year. And even that, like, it was like a, I half-assed it. Like, I'll admit it. Uh-huh. Like, I didn't even, like, I just put on a sheet, like, as a toga. Mm. And I went around, like, you know, and he used my sheet to, like, collect candy, and I ate it as I walked. Uh-huh. Like, I wasn't going house to house. I was just out hanging out. And, yeah. I'm in the mood for a Snickers bar. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Trick or treat. You know, that, that was it. So, I, 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 I kind of get it to, to an extent. But the other side of that, though, was I wasn't out causing trouble. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't out 
t- stealing from other kids. You know, it was it was a fun night. Like you know, right? Just me and a couple friends, and we kind of dressed up and you know, spent two hours walking around. Didn't put much effort into it. Got some candy, and that was it. Right. You know, at fourteen, I was still working hard. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, at 14, I was still mapping out routes and all that shit. Yeah. You know, but, like, by 16, I was like, that was the last, that was the last year I did it. Right. Like, so, like, the question becomes, like, when is too old to trick-or-treat, number one? And two, is this rule fair? Like, I don't think it's fair. Okay. Because, like, you know, you're you're basically saying, like, you know, even though you're a minor, you're, you're too old for, for this activity. Right. But what would you much rather that kid be doing then? Right. I, I don't know. I, I think that... <laughs> I don't know. I think trick-or-treat should go on your senior year and then you're done. Yeah. No, seriously. No, I agree. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, see, I'm I see. I mean... If fucking tweakers can come up to my door fucking begging for candy, why can't a fucking 18-year-old senior in high school? Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Because we get tweakers. Yeah. When you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's a fucking smarty, bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, But I mean like, you know, one smarty for yeah. you. Yeah. That's all you get. Yeah. Get the fuck off my porch. And then they come back. Yeah. You know, I think it's, um, I don't know. I, I I think high school age is appropriate. To, yeah. And then you're done. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, that's my opinion. All right, so. That's that. Yeah? Yeah. One, one last thing I want to cover. This is controversial. Ooh. Yeah. This is going to get your blood flowing. I have no you doubt think? about it. I, I do. I, I honestly do. Uh, because this is one of those things where I can see you saying the same thing I am. Why, dear God, why? And so apparently um, the Henson Company... Oh, I know. Is looking to remake Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. And I see all these people online going, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Why? Why do you fuck with perfection? Yeah. And like, it's not even the, you know, you, you, the, so first off, you want to remake this classic. But then you won't even want to use the, the original music of Paul Williams. You want to bring in some dude, Brent McKenzie, to rewrite the music. Why? Why would you do that? Yeah. I don't understand it at all. No. No, this 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 is one of those things that makes no sense to me whatsoever. I agree. I and, and, and like I'm seeing these uh you know, people online going, "Oh, it's the best thing ever. A reboot." Da da da. I'm like, "Why? It's fine how it is." Exactly. This is the a- songs were great. They were classic. This is one of those. Why would you fuck with that? This is one of those times. I, like, I, actually, I almost find it disrespectful to Henson. I I was thinking that. Yes, I, I I thought to myself, you know, Jim, 
upon hearing this news, has to be rolling over in his grave. Yeah. Because this is just wrong on so many levels. It is. It really is. Like I, I'm bum-fuzzled by this news, and I, I, I can't believe that they're contemplating this. I know. I was hoping you'd bring this up. I yeah. didn't know if you were or not. Yeah. I guess it's it's one of those things where like I, I, so many things in this world like can be rebooted, right? Like or remade or whatever you want to call it. I'm okay with that, but there are some things that just shouldn't be touched. You know, a few weeks ago they talked about, well, hey, we're thinking about redoing the Princess Bride, and like the internet blew up. Like, why would you do that? Why mess with perfection? And it's the same thing here. Why are you going to mess with perfection? Right. Like, how are you going to improve upon this? What, you're going to have Emmett with an iPhone now? Is that what it's going to be? Like, you're going to update it so he's kind of hip or something? No, no. This is a class. This is the equivalent of trying to do a, a, a live action version of The Grinch. Oh, shit, they did that and it sucked. Yeah, exactly. About the cat in the hat. Sucked. Sucked. Right. You you did a, an animated version of the Grinch. It sucked. Like, why would you fuck with perfection? The the fucking thing was perfect. But no, we've got to squeeze as much fucking money out of this as we can. And here's the same thing. Here is a absolute classic, something that to me is 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 absolute positive perfection. And you want to just piss on that. And reboot it and make, you know, I mean, I'm sure Emmett will be wearing his hat backwards and, you know, they'll, they'll be, like, trying to do, like, Justin Bieber songs or something. And it's just going to piss me off. <clears throat> I agree. I, I don't think it should be touched. No. It's almost sacrilege. It is. It really is. Like, it really agitates me that they would think about doing this. Because it, it's... Like, it doesn't need remade. It doesn't need updated. Right. Like, if you're showing this to a child and the child is like, eh, I don't get it. Why doesn't Emmett... Like, like, I'm sorry. Then you need to smack your child in the head. You've done a poor parenting job. They should watch this and say this is magnificent. Right, right. You know... Uh, like the songs don't need updated. The, the story doesn't need updated. The story is timeless and classic. The songs are timeless and classic. Right. You know, I, I don't need them changed. Yeah, I don't want to hear another version of barbecue. But it's not even going to be a version of barbecue. I'm sure it's going to be something completely different. Like you said, they're, they're going to probably update it so they're doing hip hopy stuff. Or I, I don't even want to know. Right. Like right. I, I just, I just have a bad feeling that this is going to be like. We're going to take this story and we're going to update it and make it cool. Right. And we're going to make the music that was involved with it cool. And, I mean, the timeless aspect of this is, is the the is the music, is the fact that, like, this doesn't take place, like, really in, like, modern day per se, you know. And, and you know, it just, it just agitates the fuck out of me that they would even think about this. It really does. Yeah. I'm not interested at all. No. No. And it just like... It's bothersome. And like, it would make sense if it was Disney that was doing this. But Disney doesn't own this. 
This is owned by the Henson Company. Right. So it's the Henson Company that's thinking about doing this, not not Disney. And I, I was just like, wow. Wow, that's shocking. It is. Yeah. <clears throat> that's why they had to take Kermit out of the, uh, the original. Yeah. Because that's when they sold it to uh, the Muppets to Disney. Disney said they had to take Kermit out of the uh, Emmett Otter. There's the intro. Why? I why? Because they own the they they don't own Emmett Otter, but they own you know it was like one of those things where they don't want their character appearing in a non Disney product. I see. Yeah. I think the version I have still has Kermit in it. Mine does not. Yeah. It's very disappointing. Because even Kermit's even on like the cover of it. Yeah. Yeah, you know. On the bike. Well, like, no, I, I mean, it, it, well, in the beginning of the, the show, he's on the bike doing the introduction. Right. But, like, on the cover of the DVD, like, I don't think he's on the bike, but it's just, like, you know, he's, like, on the cover of it, like, like up in the corner or something. Like, Flagship. You know, yeah, like, waving. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, so you're like, hey, it's Kermit, you know. Yeah, this is just. It's not right. This is appalling. It is. I, I have to agree with that. I mean, like. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I I don't understand it. Yeah. Let's go past it because yeah. I'm. It just. <clears throat> it's too upsetting. Leave them in order alone. Right. All right. So. One one last tidbit. Just like brothers. Yeah. One one last oddball tidbit, and then we'll. Jump in the mailbag here. Um, a woman has been banned from Royal Caribbean cruises after climbing onto the ship's railing to take a selfie. <laughs> okay. Like, okay. This is one of those things I don't understand. Like, people are dying because of their taking selfies. Right. Like, so this, this woman, apparently this wasn't a selfie per se. Like, it, apparently she was getting up on the railing and there was somebody else taking the picture. But it was like the railing of, of her, like, balcony for her cabin. Somebody saw it, reported it to security. And okay. they threw her ass off the boat in the next port. That's, you know? Yeah. But, like, you hear about this all the time. Like, these fucking people, like... Falling off the Grand Canyon because they're trying to take selfies of themselves and shit. Right, right, right. You know, and like other people falling off of fucking cruise ships because they're taking selfies of themselves in, in ways that are clearly a danger to themselves and those around them. Right, like, right. what the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> like, honestly, like, what is wrong with people? Like, I know we all saw Titanic. We all saw... Jack and Rose, the front of the ship, doing the whole, look at me, I can fly. And you know what? In 1912, you get away with that. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I mean, they had to shut off the front of the boat from people because they were all trying to do that shit. Right. You know, and it's like, how unsafe can you be? Right. You know, like in 1912, you just didn't know any better. Today, like, I know if I like, if I get up on that railing and I, I tip over, I'm going right under that fucking boat and dying, you know. Right, but but no, like these people are like it's worth the risk for the picture. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. No. At all. 
And they, like, they don't even think about it. It's like, well, how close to the edge can I get before I can, you know, let me take this. Like, like if I go to the Grand Canyon, I know that like, there's no railings there for a reason. Like, they, they want you to see the, the splendor of the Grand Canyon, you know, un, you know, uninterrupted. You know, so it's up to you to be safe about, about it. Like, I'm not going anywhere near the fucking edge of that thing. Right. There's going to be at least 10 feet between me and the edge of that fucking cliff. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I am not getting that fucking close. But these motherfuckers, like, like got their feet hanging off the edge so they can take a selfie of themselves against the Grand Canyon. I know. What is wrong with you? <laughs> there is something wrong. Yeah. Look, right there is the Colorado River. Oh, look, I'm falling. Holy shit, snacks! <laughs> like, like I just don't understand what level of stupidity you have to have to do this. I have no idea. It's like these people who go like, like Yosemite and stuff like that. And they, like they're near these these hot springs, and they're told don't go near the spring. You know, stay in, out, out outside, and they're like walking in so they can get a selfie of themselves against this fucking you know thousand degree water that's springing out of the earth. Right, right. You know, and I don't understand why they're, you know, being sucked into the hole. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with people? Respect nature. Exactly. Respect gravity. You versus gravity. Gravity wins every motherfucking time. Every motherfucking time. So, like, after having three mimosas and you decide you want to get a picture of yourself... You know, with the water underneath you, that's a bad idea on a Caribbean cruise. <laughs> I'm sorry. I agree. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement. Yeah, I'm just dumbfounded by these people. I mean, it's bad enough. You're risking your life as it is already by going on a Caribbean cruise. Right. You know, the, like, let's face facts. Like, you know, the, these cruise lines... They're not exactly showing up with the best record on that on, on customer satisfaction as of late, right? You know, how often do you hear about all oh, the hall the, all the hallways were filled with shit water? You know, I couldn't sleep in my cabin. They had to hurt us all up up into another level because my my the, the the hallway was just you know, covered in shit water or something like you know they they ran out of food or like there's all sorts of shit going wrong on these on these these. <laughs> cruise lines like, but people still flock to go to them for something right. about it like, like it's like well, maybe I'll get a good one you roll the dice yeah, here's some Jardarises yeah yeah exactly here's some Mexico water for you yeah why is my asshole bleeding <laughs> yeah this it is supposed burns. to be my wedding yeah it burns you know yeah, yeah. yeah. way to go dumbass don't eat the pineapple yeah Oh, because you want an all-inclusive vacation on a fucking giant ship. Right. Like, you know. I get it. Ugh. Unbelievable. People just... It is. People just amaze me. So I just, I just wanted to share that in my outrage over yeah. people's stupidity. Well, let's jump in the old mailbag. Cool. Mailbag. And as always, we start with a good friend, Superfan Thad. Okay. Thad writes in, 
Hello, my two favorite hosts like to dress up as nuns. No, 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 sir. Ha, ha, ha. Sean got fatted at the theater. Ha, 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 ha. I would have sat on your lap, FYI. I'm sure. I'm sure. I, but I, but it just goes to show that like, I was annoyed by these motherfuckers. Man, you did it on purpose. Yeah, you do it on purpose. Like, yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, like they kind of did too in a way. But I mean, like, fuck, like, so, like, oh, it just annoyed the shit out of me. There was plenty of room. You could have moved down the seat. There was, you know, plenty of room between you and the next person, you know, on the other, on the other side. But no, you got to sit next to my fat ass. Is it normal to have a boner anytime I shit? No, uh, no. <laughs> no. I mean, when I push out the poo, my soldier stands at attention. Mm-hmm. It means you have a prostate problem. Get <laughs> 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 that shape checked. <laughs> the fuck, son? <laughs> oh my <coughs> Someone needs to do the old dink and do I mean, I know you'll like it, but I mean, like, <laughs> the dinkadoo is in order. <laughs> Christ. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, guess we're a super fan will be going on November 6th. The Wyoming. proctologist? Yeah! <laughs> I hope it's to a doctor. <laughs> No, no, I'm not going to over Sean's new house to wag my weenie at Nancy's bedroom window. No, no, I am not going to be the fluffer in Choo Choo Bob's new porn. I'll be watching Jay and Silent Bob reboot with Jay and Silent Bob in Oakmont. Yes, Jay and Silent Bob will be there. Well, I knew that. I mean, I knew they were coming to Oakmont for uh, the road show. So, um... Maybe I can sniff Jay or Silent Bob's undies. That would be awesome. Go for it. Yuck. A big thanks to Platypus for getting us the tickets. I hope Sean does not spoil the movie on the podcast. I don't think I did. No. Uh, no Haunted House review this week. I'll what hun- the fuck? Yeah, I know. This is just... Ah. I'm going to tell you that. Wow. Ah. I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to say something very controversial. 
in my humble opinion, the worst thing that's happened is you got married. Yeah. No, no house review. Nothing. You took you took this responsibility very seriously <clears throat> for years, and now it's nothing. Now you know. Now you're a South Park Kennywood kid. Yeah, you were traveling for this shit. This is about as disappointed as I have ever been. No, it's just a fucking yeah proctology exam. Yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> um, I will be at Hundred Acres Manor during the podcast. Oh, who cares? Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. So he's getting the one on 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 Saturday and Friday night. He says, "Cool." So, so that we'll have two. Well, it's about yeah, this. It used to be a regular thing. Like yeah, you do two a week. week. Now we're lucky we get one. Yeah. We get one and we're happy with it. We got nothing. Yeah. Nothing. I just, had, I just I found that you may have a prostate issue. Yeah. <laughs> really encouraging to get that checked. Yeah. Okay, it's time to go. Platypus and I are watching live PD, and they are about to arrest some poor sap that was caught stalking Marion Ross. Nice. The house they have on TV looks like mine. Oh, wait, I got to go. There's a knocking at the door. Nice. Hopefully it's the proctologist. <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh. oh, my. Is there anything like that to add to the proceedings there, sir? I'm good. <laughs> Get me out of here. <laughs> Remember, there are a number of ways you can reach out and touch us. Uh, I guess that's an email like, these, like, like Thad has. That, by the way, Tim, two weeks in a row, no email. I even sent you a reminder this week. I'm not breathing. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so remember, there are a number of ways you can reach out and touch us. Sean and the Dead. <laughs> you can send us an email like Thad did. And that email address is pittsburghnerd at yahoo.com. Uh, you can also uh, find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, just search Pittsburgh Nerd. We're very easy to find. And it, also, we're a member of a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Bound Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Danger Entertainment Network. So just give them a Google search, and you find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And as always, we want to thank you, the listener, uh, for uh, checking us out each and every week. Uh, we greatly appreciate your support. I'm not going to hold this up because I know Ian's got to run due to my gas. <laughs> so uh, on that note, the dreamer has awakened. Peace.